a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Emily Lonsberry, some breaking news at this hour. I just moments ago got my hands on the latest report from the State Department of Health uh, regarding case numbers. There are currently uh, 11,252 total positive cases. That's an increase it's an increase of 439 cases from yesterday and a daily rate uh, increase of 4.1% uh, from yesterday. It joined with this announcement and these new numbers is a statement from Dr. Dunn explaining some of these numbers. I'll get to that in just a moment. Next up, the, the details in today's figures regarding hospitalizations. We have had 870 total hospitalized cases as of today, which is an increase of 20 since yesterday. Currently, 114 positive COVID-19 cases are currently hospitalized here in the state of Utah. In terms of those who have lost their lives as a result of the coronavirus, today the total is 120 total deaths, which is three more than yesterday. One, a male between the ages of 60 and 85, a Salt Lake County resident who was hospitalized at the time of death. Next, a female older than 85, Salt Lake County resident. She was in a long-term care facility at the time of her death. And the uh, last, a male between the ages of 60 and 85, Salt Lake County resident, also hospitalized at the time of death. Last piece of data I'd share with you is that the state health department is reporting 6,788 cases considered recovered today, and they define a recovery case as uh, someone who has been diagnosed positive and now has for more than three weeks uh, not passed away. So 6,788. 88 recovery cases. Now, some of these numbers are startling, in particular the increase of 439 positive cases from yesterday. That warranted a special statement to be included with this reporting from Dr. Dunn. Let me read to you a portion of that. Today's case counts represent yet another significant increase in the spread of COVID-19 in our communities. Again, this is a statement from Dr. Dunn explaining these numbers. One out of every three of these new cases are from the Bear River Health District. And many of those are tied to an ongoing outbreak we have been investigating at a local meat processing facility. Many of the workers at this facility match the demographics of who we know are at the highest risk of infection. I expect to see additional cases of COVID-19 identified as part of this outbreak, both at the work site and in the community. She continues this, Dr. Angela Dunn, it's more important than ever that employers provide safe working environments for their employees and have policies in place that not only allow but encourage employees to stay away from the workplace when they are sick. More information about this outbreak and what public health is doing will be provided by the Bear River Health Department. You know, the last portion of her statement, Dr. Dunn says, for the rest of us, now is not the time to let your guard down. Social distancing is more important than ever, yet people seem to be taking it less seriously than ever. If you're sick, stay home. If you're moving about in public, wear a mask. It's up to all of us as individuals to stop the spread of COVID-19 in Utah. All of the data that I've just shared with you 
is available at coronavirus.utah.gov. That is the state's official source of all information regarding this pandemic and our efforts to combat it. And all of this brings me to the topic at hand, which was an announcement expected by the governor, which came today. The announcement came uh, just a few hours ago. In fact, just under uh, an hour and a half ago, it made its way into my email inbox. And it was a simple press release sent out by the office of Governor Gary Herbert. This coming two days after it was made known that Dr. Dunn did not recommend or support a recommendation to move us here in Utah from mostly around the state, a yellow state of risk, to a green state of risk or a smart green state of risk. That being the last and lowest risk level on the Utah Leads Together plan. That recommendation from Dr. Dunn came in contrast with a recommendation put forth by the Public Health and Economic Emergency Commission. That's a legislative commission co-chaired by retired Major General Jefferson Burton, who joined me on the program just yesterday, and he talked a, a bit about uh, the what Dr. Dunn had said, and I asked him if he was able to reconcile uh, the difference in her analysis and the vote of the commission. The fact of the matter is this is a complex issue, Lee. It's, a, it's, it's medical, it's a public health, is- it's, it's a economics, and it's political, and all of those factors are weighed in. Uh, when uh, decisions are made. Uh, you can't make it, the, any of these decisions in a vacuum. And so uh, we, Angela's respected. We, we trust her judgment. Uh, we have a lot of other medical professionals that we talk to. They don't always agree. Uh, but uh, to her point, we have seen an increase in the last four or five days. Uh, and in some cases, it's been a little bit alarming in some of the uh, counties. And, and, again, I think that's just more reflective on the fact that we went to yellow more than two weeks ago And frankly, uh, many of our citizens are living in green. And so what I would just encourage uh, is personal responsibility on the part of our citizens. You don't wear a mask to protect yourself. You wear a mask to protect others. And uh, masks, while they aren't foolproof, do help in uh, limiting the spread and the transmission. And I think if everybody works together, uh, we're going to be able to keep moving the ball in a positive way. Dr. Dunn, she makes recommendations to both this uh, commission as well as the governor based on her assessment of the health data. What is taking place on the front of health here in the state of Utah? This commission has other factors to consider. I asked uh, Major General Burton just yesterday if he could give me a breakdown of how he prioritizes the various aspects of this pandemic as, as his commission analysis uh, analyzes. I think we've been heavy on the public health uh, initially early on. Uh, the modeling that came out early was wrong, uh, mm-hmm. and everybody's got uh, perfect 2020 hindsight. I understand <laughs> that. But, but early on, the models were, were wrong, and that's what the public health was following. And I think we've learned to evolve uh, in this process, and, and we've learned to uh, be be flexible because there's always new technology coming out. There's new stuff uh, being developed uh, currently on even saliva testing, which is very promising, very very quick test, very non-invasive test. So uh, we uh, we were probably heavy in the public health arena, but we are also very very concerned about the economy. We're picking up a lot of data points on the economy. At the beginning of this, we were losing around $25 million a day because our economy was shut down. And uh, so that just cannot continue. 
And uh, at the same time, we want to protect public health. And so there's a balance there. And uh, we try to strike that balance. And after Governor Gary Herbert, who is singularly authorized to make these calls within the plans, after weighing the recommendation from Dr. Dunn and the vote of the commission, it was decided that, quote, today Governor Gary Herbert has extended to June 12th his Utah COVID-19 health risk status. All current health risk guidance for the state remains unchanged. Specifically, the COVID-19 public health risk status remains orange or moderate risk in Salt Lake City, Bluff, and Mexican Hat, and in all other areas of the state, the status remains yellow, low risk. We'll reassess in a week's time. We'll see what the governor decides to do then. You and I will take a break right now. When we return, we'll be joined by Salt Lake County District Attorney Sim Gill, who has filed charges against the bow and arrow man. We'll get the details next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is...